Welcome to Moonlight Howl Podcast. This show is made possible with the help of our community and Patreon supporters. To show your support, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Moonlight Howl and pledge $5 a month and receive exclusive content and merchandise. As always, we thank you for the support and hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey everyone. I'm Carmen. And I'm Tony, and welcome to Moonlight Howl Podcast. Join us as we explore horror movies, TV shows, haunted attractions, local events, and share real horror stories from listeners like you. Listen, if you dare. Hey guys, so we came up with the idea of creating a horror podcast that not only had reviews on TV shows or films, but included local events happening around SoCal and featured a way to interview local guests. Whether you have side hustles, looking for exposure to have a horror event happening in SoCal, we would love to have you on the show. Hey, Tony. So what have you been up to lately? Uh, Lately, it's been a lot of work. uh, But if I um, had to go back into the past a little bit, um, I actually got into a little bit with the community of Wilmington as far as uh, putting my haunted attractions out into the uh, Wilmington community. As far as like just like displaying my Halloween haunt stuff that I do. The first time I've done it actually in a little over 10 years. So that was a nerve wracking, wow. nerve wracking because I'm I like, imagine. Yeah, I would, I was like, man, am I going to screw this up or not? But it was cool. It was cool. I got to do, uh, two years ago, I did like a whole Jack Lantern event. And then I did a little, uh, for Christmas, I decorated, uh, as the Grinch, like the whole Whoville thing. Wow. And, um, this past year I actually entered my house decorations into the, uh, I believe it was the Art Walk of Wilmington, and so that's amazing. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was nerve wracking, really, and it's the biggest stuff I've ever done. I've never worked with styrofoam, and that was pretty cool. I had a lot of fun doing that. A lot of fun. I was 28 days late into the project, and it it came out really good. It was a whole Yorona theme that I did. Yeah, I. I remember all the events and all the attractions you built out of your own house, like going to work, going to school, and still having time to produce most of this stuff. It's amazing. And I'll go ahead and share some photos online too for the listeners. I mean, you've been doing it for such a long time. I remember you did it for um, Fear Fits back in the day. They were very extravagant. They were very intricate. I mean, it was a maze out of your own house. Really professional, high quality. It was like free admission going to, you know, rot. And it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, When we were doing that, we it was uh, because I was working with kids for so long in the city of Wilmington and the city of San Pedro. It was my thing. Um, I got into that, you know, because I just, I love creating a world within the world. So when we did those events, I hooked up with my longtime drummer of many, many, many years. We created this, this, uh, this, these little Halloween events. Uh, they were both based out of Bloody Mary. When we were doing the, the money event, I mean, the only money we would get, it was for, uh, fundraising. At the time, it was a school called St. Mary Bethune Elementary, a school for homeless children while parents get back up on their feet and, you know, 
and try to do good with their lives for their kids. And so the money that we were fundraising was for bus uh, bus passes for the kids to continue going to school. And after that, um, we donated some money to Operations Christmas Child. We did we did something like that. It wasn't much money, but when one of the events, I think we were to fundraise like close to three hundred dollars. I think it was. It wasn't much, but we did whatever we could to donate. Wow, that's amazing! I remember when you did Operation Christmas. I mean, I was a part yep. of the first one, and that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, was really cool. fun. I remember one year we actually stuffed a lot of like Halloween decorations and toys into shoe boxes and just mailed them out because we had run out of all the holiday stuff. So there were yeah. some very lucky Halloween kids out there. Yep, very much. So if you don't mind me asking, how did you end up taking an interest into horror? I I know why, but I mean for our listeners that are you know just getting to know us, what <laughs> had sparked the interest? Well. I used to be a big, big scaredy cat back in the day. I mean, I was chicken shit scaredy cat back in the day of Halloween. My friends, actually, are the ones that got me into Halloween. My good friend Dion was the one that got me into Halloween. One year I went to, because I used to go to Banning High School, I went dressed as one of the members from KISS as Star Child, but just the makeup. And my friend and I, we dressed up all in black and we wore our, our KISS t-shirts that we made at home because we were too poor to buy actual t-shirts. And then from there, it just it just took off. Uh, we I started going out trick-or-treating with my friends. The first my first big event for Halloween haunted houses was was going to Halloween Horror Nights back in 2000. It was in and there that I, that I fell in love with Halloween, completely fell in love with Halloween. Big fan of the classic monsters. Um, and it's funny because I was I was so scared of monsters, but when I was in elementary school, I would always read these these black and white books that they had of Bela Lugosi, and they had some of uh, Lon Chaney Jr. They had some of one of my I keep forgetting his name, but he's the 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 actor who portrayed Frankenstein and Godzilla. I was a big fan of Godzilla back in the day. Those books were one of my bigger influences when I was uh, doing um, my hol- my Halloween haunts with the kids. And officially, I started doing my own Halloween haunt in 2002. And so we did a lot of themes. We did things like, you know, I think back in 2002, one of the big movies was like Dawn of the Dead or Shaun of the Dead or something like that. So Mm -hmm. we kind of based one of our Halloween haunts on Shaun of the Dead. I mean, Dawn of the Dead. And then from there, we did, uh, we went and did a Michael Myers theme with the kids we did La Mano Peluda. We also, the big one was when I had all the kids, well, most of the girls there were dressed as little Yoronas. That one was, was crazy. That one was crazy. But it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then, you know, as time went on, I actually got away with, with doing, and maybe I don't know if I'll get in trouble for this, but I did a, um, a saw theme at my last school that I was at. And it was so cool, but we kind of made it funny. Uh, we had kids that they were sticking their hands into the the door handles like they were trapped, and some of the some of the other students were dressed as their teacher, and they were coming out, you know, kind of like scolding the kids as to why they didn't do their homework. But it was like a horror thing. But yeah, but we actually did we did pretty good with that one. Actually, we did really really good with that one. That's so, pretty awesome. I remember yeah. a few of those mazes. They were pretty awesome. Yeah, so my spark was 
to not be afraid of people wearing masks. That was one big inspiration for me to, to do stuff like this and to also create a world within a world is what I like to do. I like to create a world within a world. I like to, um, you know, just for a second, if I can have people just escape for a minute or two out of the, the BS of life and stuff, I, I really like to do that for people. I also like to, you know, have good times with good friends and create stuff and come up with innovative ways to scare people. And I know good fun, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, tell me a little bit about the current projects you're making. Okay, well, it's currently right now, uh, we're doing a little musical project. I've been having two different bands, um, and I finally decided to do a little solo project last summer because of uh, health, some health issues I've been having, a little personal information there. But uh, I wanted to do a little something different, and... At the same time, I was doing my own solo music project for Dead Sirens and Silent Radio Waves. And it's kind of like a post-grunge, new wave type of, of project that I'm doing. Um, and I'm dedicating, actually, it was supposed to be just a five-song project for um, the five of the strongest women, women that I've had in my life that have been big influences since I was a kid. And it turned out to be more than just that. So I am dedicating a, uh, a song per person in this project and then taking a little break from uh, Halloween at the moment. But it's just to recharge my batteries. I'm actually thinking about doing maybe this year, if I enter the contest for the art walk of, Hall of Wilmington, a Bride of Frankenstein type maze. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking maybe having like a little masher, you know, like like uh, Bride of Frankenstein meets La Llorona meets Bloody Mary meets um, Wolfman. Oh, that would be awesome. I don't know. Something like that. Or if not, I can, I mean, uh, like I said, the what I did with La Llorona last year actually was really good. Uh, I, I scared a few people that were having parties on that day here for Halloween. I scared them with, with, the, with the wailing of La Llorona around here in the neighborhood. And I would always do that. Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, I would put the audio recording of La Llorona from fucking six o'clock in the end since when I got off of work and I would stop playing it like around 11 o'clock at night or 12 o'clock midnight or sometimes I would turn on the audio at 12 o'clock midnight and I would turn it off you know like I, I would just randomly turn it on throughout the night so you were that neighbor <laughs> I was that neighbor I was that neighbor um so yeah that's that's those are the projects right now I have a couple uh, like I said, a little bit more musical thing going on right now at the moment. And I hooked up with a good friend of mine. His name is Alex, Alex Escobar. And, uh, he's, he's, he's a goofball just like me. And, um, he's, he's my guy, man. He's the guy I'm always coming to to make some sort of, uh, audio recording as the Joker or as some sort of sinister clown or, or ringmaster. And I mean, he, I mean, I, we improvise a lot. There's nothing that we record that's always scripted. It's always improvised. And I love it because it's, it's raw. You're getting it as, as you're listening to it. You know, it's, it's right then and there. So we're going to do something for podcast. Uh, we're working on something for Chris Hannon, a good, good, good friend of mine, composer extraordinaire. Fucking he's, he's the king of, of horror. And I also want to throw a big shout out to Miss Char 
You are the queen, ma'am. You are the queen of horror. Um, she is. She is the mama bear of horror. She is the nobody, mama bear. Nobody yeah. can take her mantle. <clears throat> and um, so we're going to do something. I got. I don't want to give out what I'm going to do for, for Chris right now at the moment. But um, it's it's something I'm, I'm, I got a little something up my sleeve for his story time that he's going to be doing. I know he has a, I'm pretty sure at any minute he's going to come up with, with a, 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 one of his uh, poetry readings or his storytelling pretty soon. So I want to kind of surprise him with, with a little project that I'm going to do for him. Man, his poetry oh. is sick. He yeah. has some sick looks there. And he has some really awesome projects. I mean, I follow Chris since Rot. Yeah. yeah, I've known about Chris since like 2011 ish, and I finally got to meet him back in 2016 when I broke my foot. Um, I went out there; I, I was refusing to sit down and not do anything, and so I went out there with my with my knee scooter, and I bumped right into him. And the guy was so tired for that night; he was just beaten to shit, tired. And he still took the time to like meet up with me, ask me how I'm doing. You know, we had a good maybe 10 minute conversation out there, but you know, he, he took the time to take a couple pictures and sign a couple autographs. And he was really cool, man. I love that dude. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Uh, I still bump into him when I go to local conventions. I think the last time I saw him was probably. Um, oh, oh uh, was it the Monster Palooza? Monster Palooza. There you go. Yeah. Monster Palooza. Yeah. I mean, he was out there just as a patron too, but I mean, anybody that goes to all these haunted houses and haunted attractions in Southern California knows Chris Hannon. And if I'm going to throw a big, if if I'm going to throw a shout out to Chris, I'll just have to throw a shout out to uh, Gradley. He's an awesome actor at ROT. He's a a good friend. Haley also, she's awesome. She takes things to the next level, like, like super we've become good friends she's really awesome and i also want to throw a big shout out to the owners of rot mary and bruce you guys are your your mazes are just amazing man and thank you for having me once in a while to help you guys out at the end of every maze i still want myself you think you're home free but nope (laughs) they get you every time well they get me every time so they do give you your money's worth when you go Yes, they do. They do. Yeah. But you got to take a pair of running shoes when you go. I feel like when I take running shoes, it helps me. They're long mazes, so you're in for a treat. Yep. Yep. And they're worth every dollar. They're worth every dollar. They are. They are. I mean, if you can upgrade, always upgrade your pass. Um, The other thing I was was, uh, getting into, and uh, hopefully we'll have her on the show too, is uh, I want to get Sabrina Hernandez. She's she's a director for... um, for the uh, Wilmington Art Walk um, community out there. And uh, I know she's been wanting to do some sort of Halloween haunted house event here around Wilmington. Um, we, we spoke a little bit about it and, you know, she's she's asking me if I'm interested in directing one, if, if the funds are there, if we can get the funds to start one. Uh, she would like for me to direct it or help produce it in some way somehow you heard it here folks and bring a bunch of smiles and a lot of frights i told her that there's only one way i'm doing this and she was asking how or what and i said the only way i'm going to do this 
is if you fucking get me a bunch of chainsaws and a flamethrower and we're in business. So she says she's going to see what she can do. <laughs> That'd be amazing if she could. And I mean, you know, it's not to be cocky, but there was, I mean, I thought I was, I was taking things to the next level last year for Halloween, but there were some really cool contestants back in 2020. I got to see some of the, the mazes, I mean, like the decorations out there for Wilmington and it's pretty cool, man. If I'm talking too much, I'm sorry, but I got to brag about something about Wilmington. So back in the eighties, okay. Like back in my era, there was a side of Wilmington, like where St. Peter and St. Paul area is at. For those of you that are from Wilmington, yep. back then, that area used to be the shiznes for Halloween. They scared the living crap out of me. I still pass by one of the houses every once in a while that I almost like just pissed myself because it was it was that good of Halloween decorations that they did. And I mean, they we had no filter back in the day, man, to like do that. And I'm talking about back in like 87 88 era they, they was really intense back then you know i kind of want to help out with that i want to bring that back to wilmington i want to i'm hoping and i encourage anybody out there that does halloween decorations to continue doing it if you're doing halloween haunts man do it use us to promote your Halloween haunts. Yes, I would absolutely encourage it. It's been decades since I've seen a haunted maze in Wilmington, other than yours. I feel like yours has been, you know, the spot the past couple of decades, and it's been amazing. But I would love to see more. I would love to see so many more in the community, not only for the kids, but for us adults too, because we're kids at heart and we still love trick-or-treating and we still love going to all these attractions. So let's make it a family event. You know, let's make it family friendly, but also let's keep the element out there. Let's keep horror alive in the heart of the harbor. And, you know, one thing I would like to say to the to the community of, of, of Wilmington and any community really is, you know, it's one thing I've always preached. I'm always, I'm still going to preach it. The product of my last breath I'm going to preach this is that if there's ever any kid, even with adults, or if you see adults out there that are trick-or-treating, man, let it be. Let them do it. Let them go out there and trick-or-treat. Let them you know be kids for as long as they can and those adults that are trick-or-treating que ya están todos viejos that they're old and grumpy let them feel like they're a kid all over again like they were you know back in the day yeah definitely i feel like we need that break i mean working 24 7 9 to 5 taking care of that family of five and doing all the things we have to do to keep the household going we need this you know if we can go out and do christmas carols then we can fucking trick and treat trick or treat so yeah you know give it a break not everybody's free you have one creed that ruins it for everybody and i don't feel like everybody in the hood is like that so i mean give us all a break let's go and have fun you know as the pumpkin king i suggest that everyone everyone decorate their houses for halloween because they'll be spectacular (laughs) that's the best joke impression i can do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was good. You heard it here, guys. I mean, you have the Pumpkin King himself throwing out his voice just to keep the word up. You guys have to go and have a good Halloween season all year round, not just during October. I mean, we should have our lights up 
since the beginning of January. And yes, I'm talking about all y'all that still have their lights up since January. Give us some room too. That's not fair. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I wanted to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture of my neighbor in, literally in front of my house. He still has his Christmas lights on. Oh my goodness. I exactly. have two neighbors to the side of me. They don't even celebrate Christmas anymore, but they still have their lights up. Either take it down or put them up and leave them on. I yeah. mean, if I can have all my Halloween decorations up till January, I mean, I should still leave my lights on too without being bothered. So I have a question for you, Missy. Maybe it's just an opinion. Maybe I can get your opinion. So I was thinking, would it be cool to continue on with my Grinch story here at Wilmington? Or should I try something different? And I do have something in mind now. If I tell you, you're going to be like, ooh. But I don't know how I'm going to do this for the life of me. But I'm going to try one year. I have to try at least one year. I was thinking about actually doing something with Harry Potter for Christmas. I am so down. I would love to help paint something or do something. Uh, sign me up. Yeah, I was thinking about doing like a uh, what's it? What does it look like? Like the the front of the train. You know, oh, the, the, the big Hogwarts the Express. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Hogwarts Express. Sorry, I'm I'm not too much into. You're good. Into, you got me into all the nerdy <laughs> stuff of of. of uh, of Harry Potter. I know someone's out there going to be like, mm, asshole, how can you not know anything about Harry Potter? Well, I don't. But, um... <laughs> We're going to give you this opportunity to teach you. It's fine. Everyone's going to yeah, leave yeah. their suggestions and tips in the comments, and we're good. good. It's going to be a learning good. experience. Don't worry, but I good. 100% want to be on board. Yeah, if you I was give me a little somebody. paintbrush, I would totally paint. I would love it. Right? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, so, yeah, I was thinking something like that. Hogwarts thing. I'm still not sure where I would go with it, but you know, it's just because it, it's a lot of space. It's a lot of it's a lot of um, holding on to a lot of decorations, and and you know, the, and and it's just I, I gotta plan it out right. I gotta plan it out right before I do something like that. But well, yeah, that's I something mean, back if, in my if head. you're gonna replace it with one of your uh, Grinchman specials for Christmas, you can reuse them actually and just reenact the whole Harry Potter winter theme that they Mm -hmm. do throughout some of the movies so that would be a good idea just reuse instead of buying new yeah you know it's crazy actually i didn't i didn't think anybody was really looking okay so when i decorated for the christmas event last year i entered the contest Mm -hmm. and um i had friends that were actually that would they would drive by they would check it out once in a while and they'd see me out there in the middle of the cold putting all these decorations up by hand and uh kind of sort of want to give a little big shout out to everyone every one of the contestants even if they just put one light in front of their porch i guess you know i want to give a big shout out to them but um i actually i had somebody drive by my house and they really really liked the decorations for christmas and they took a little family picture in front of the house that's pretty that awesome cool. yeah that's pretty cool just that put in that, all that effort to see it come to light and like give joy to the neighborhood that's fucking amazing yeah that, that, that was pretty cool I, I thought that was pretty sweet um the little girl she just she she thought there was more decorations inside the house so she ran all over the place and she ate these little uh blackberries or blueberries or something and she just ate them all she thought they were so cool and she ate it yeah, man. Um, want to encourage people out there, you know, to to just 
continue decorating, continue coming up with weird, wacky ideas. Let's bring Wilmington back to being the king of Halloween, man. While we're we are a horror podcast, we want to invite community events. We want to we want to promote the heart of the harbor as much as possible, but also SoCal and showcase everybody that does a little something to impact their communities because we have and just kind of share it just evolve into a community of sharing all our likes and ideas and make it a free space yeah i totally encourage it man i was i was kind of brainstorming another idea and this is kind of like raw me throwing it out there now in front of you without talking to you about it first but uh, i was kind of thinking that i know back then wilmington used to be a huge punk rock uh, community for music um i'm not sure where these bands are at anymore but i remember i used to love this band called seven it was a three-piece band they were just it was one of my favorite punk rock bands of all time uh this other band called stab habit they were they were amazing um and i actually was thinking maybe i don't know maybe closer to the halloween season we can probably encourage if there's any punk rockers out there or any musician really that can come up with like a creepy theme song for the show I maybe mean, we could you know help them promote around here i would absolutely love that it doesn't even have to be halloween themed i mean if they have sure. a really good song i would definitely feature it why don't we just leave it up to the listeners if you're out there and you have either a heavy metal death punk alternative band take this opportunity and make us a song and we'll feature it on the podcast and on the website and our on our social media for now we're tinkering with what we can but i mean obviously we would want to promote a local band as much as possible so go ahead and give give us a shout you can email us at info at moonlighthowlpodcast.com and we'll see what you got and we'll consider putting you guys on the show nice so what got you into halloween carmen well, I was a kid and I grew up watching movies, old school, 1920s, 1940 movies. And my dad was a film collector back in the day. One day he actually came back with a few video cassettes and I'm talking about VHS, um, the classic Dracula. Now this is the old one, the one in Spanish, the one that they filmed at Universal Studios in the dark. And it was just 10 times more scarier than the one they dubbed in English. And I just fell in love with it. And then it progressed into watching Frankenstein and all the original, you know, Universal Monster classics. And then I really fell in love with Jeepers Creepers and how creepy that was. Kind of evolved from there. And I just loved a little bit of the cinema because of my dad. Nice. And then it went into joining you on Fear Fits and helping you with the costume and setup design. And then just doing, you know, event coordination and planning for a bunch of other um, haunted attractions in SoCal. And it's just grown from there. It's just been one one project after the next, but I've always loved Halloween and I love the history of it. And I also loved what it brought to a community because we hear on the news a lot about how horrible the, you know, the holiday is. But in reality, when you're out there, you see the spirit of everyone coming together and giving out candy, helping a neighbor put up decorations, but also going out and making it into a family event. And that's what I've always loved. Okay. In your opinion, what's your favorite horror movie of all time? The Frankenstein movie by um, Sally Mary. The reason why is because it gave a cinematic element to the novel. I grew up reading the book 
you know, through school and for leisure. But I felt like that was really the only movie that kind of came close to the novel. Visually, it was great. Yes, it had a big blockbuster cast, and some people will debate that, you know what, the actors didn't do the characters justice, but for me, just to see the novel, you know, up on the screen was a big thing for me, you know. You want to know a little fun fact about about the horror movies, about the classic horror movies? Mm-hmm. So if you look, if you look in the last the last twenty years, we've actually gotten a new renditions of the classic movies out mm-hmm. already. For example, the Dracula that came out what in two thousand thirteen, I believe it was a two thousand yeah it was two thousand thirteen no. Dracula, and then which one? Ah, my God, <laughs> there's more than one. Um, if we're talking about Dracula and told, then no, you got your dates wrong. That was a little recent. Um, no, no, there's another one. Uh, it, it, but if we're mean, talking about, the, I mean, there's so many. We're talking about the Bram Stoker film with Keanu Reeves in there and Wayne Ryder and Dracula and told. That's the movie, the one that came out in 2014. And then we also had I Frankenstein that came out not that long ago. Okay. You never, you never seen it. I've never seen it. The trailer just didn't really speak to me as much. I've really loved. Um, there was an old 1960 film called The Brides of Dracula, and I feel like it was really good. Mm. Yes, it was very simple and very minimalistic when it came to the cinematics, but I feel like Van Helsing actually mirrored some of the elements from that film with the brides and the characteristics and their mannerisms. So for right. me, that I, I really like that film. I am, to this day, I'm still a huge fan of uh, the Underworld series. Huge, oh, huge. Oh, yes. <laughs> Have you seen Evolution yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, I've, I've watched all the, all the films, actually. Oh, man. I liked it, but I feel like they shouldn't have stopped there. I've always wanted it to like grow exponentially crazy, kind of like how Supernatural did, and mm-hmm. for it to kind of branch out and explore other aspects. But I mean, I felt like it did do it justice with the final movie. Yeah. Another one that I want to see, and people are going to hate me for this, is Blade. You haven't seen him? I've seen Blade, but I just would like to see more of it. I feel like oh, the three movies yeah. weren't enough. The last right, right. one... It, it wasn't that great. It was your very cheesy early two thousands wacky. I feel like they could have done more when it when it came to the costume and set design and creating gadgets back in the day. And I was like, that is crazy. Like, I I wish they would have put more thought into creating some of the gadgets on that last film. Right. Yeah. All right, right. Let me let me ask you another question. What's your favorite slasher? films I have to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre but I'm talking about the first one the original oh, film the original film okay okay yeah. respectable only nice. because nice. the writing was pretty great but also just the amount of blood they used that was the first film I ever seen with so much blood and that kind of yeah. took me away and I was like yeah that that's fucking gory it, I mean I was scared myself but comparing the old one to the most recent one, I feel like it'll never get old. 
it, yeah. it's one of those that'll launch on repeat over and over and i'll never get tired of it i know right. a lot of people will have other opinions that's fine but i mean that that's the reason for me you know i've always liked the originals the old cinematic uh that type of thing i enjoyed the 2002 version that really? one yeah i loved that one it it I mean, I got to, I was kind of backwards. I started off backwards. I started off watching the 2002 version, and then I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre the beginning in when that one came out, like four years later. And then after that, I watched the original one years after I finally got, because when, I, when Blockbuster was around, right? They back didn't, in the they day. Didn't have that. Yeah, they didn't have that back in the day. It was always being rented, so I finally got to watch it. And it was cool. I liked it. I liked it. But there was just something about, I don't know, like the original one took you to places not so much with monsters, but how an actual human being could be. You oh, know? totally. And when I saw the, the, the remake, they, they hit every spot, but it was like in your face. And I thought that was... That was intense, man. That was intense. I mean, I didn't get to watch it at the theaters. I watched it here at home with my brother, and we were just like, just tripping out. But I like that one a lot. If we go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I like that one. I like a lot of the new remakes, actually. I don't like a lot of the, like, where they kind of take the story a little too off, like Jason and, and Outer uh, Space kind of thing. That's like clowns in outer space, kind of. I feel like... <laughs> clowns in outer space. In my... In my opinion, I feel like the writers were asking for cancel culture to emerge and just cancel them on the spot because they were tired. I feel yeah. like there was no effort in the writing for those. Right, right. Oh, man. Um, like the Freddy versus Jason one? Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> that thing was ridiculous. It just had me laughing. Freddy's always been a fun character. Yeah. But I think they could have done, I mean, they, I know they tried, and I mean, I think the characters were really cool. It was really cool to see Robert England take on the character again, but I think they could have done a lot better, a lot, way better than that. Yeah, I feel like they could have done his character justice, but I mean, again, he's been doing the character for so long. I'm pretty sure he wanted some comedic relief at some point. That movie was... <sighs> yeah. All right, so like another hard question. So you said Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of your favorite slasher movies. So what would you say is one of your all-time favorite cult horror movies? The Craft? Only because I really loved it and it really played on the age. Basically, you're a 16-year-old girl and you're trying to rediscover yourself. You know, you want to be... the weirdo but you want to be the popular weirdo you want to be the person everyone knows but feared and i feel like it actually triggered all those points and it was pretty good but yes it was a little too basic yes they spoke about witchcraft not a lot of people were happy about that they weren't happy on the fact that they got some some of all those topics misinterpreted because, I mean, right. there's a lot of different branches of witchcraft. There's a lot of different religions being talked about in that that film. I feel like it really did touch on it in regards to a cult film. To where you have, like, The Lost Boys. That's a very popular cult vampire film. And it had a strong following, even though, for me, it was very in- incoherent. Or inconsistent, I should say. Um, 
traditional vampire lore so a lot of people are giving it crap about that so with the craft well yes it was exploring witchcraft and the supernatural it did it in a way where it's just you know your rebellious coming of age stage right okay so if we have any filmmakers out there that want to put out two minute horror movie and you guys want to put it on our podcast i encourage you guys to we'll have a little contest encourage a filmmaker out there to come up with like a two minute promotion to their movie i want to see what, what's going on out there you know i want to see what what talent out there our young talent that is just itching to put their stuff online to any young filmmaker out there i want you to feel encouraged empowered to do this I want you guys to not feel like you can't. Don't worry about opinions. Don't worry about what we have to say, whether we like it or don't like it. It's going to be encouraged. Believe me, 100%. It's going to be encouraged for you to to pursue your dreams, to pursue what you want to put out there. But uh, going back on topic about, you know, horror movies and cults, I was a big fan and will always be a big fan of Frankenstein, Boris Karloff, which is an actor I forgot to mention. Boris Karloff, one of my favorite, favorite Halloween movies of all time. I used to be super scared of the silent films because they were scary, period. Yeah. Just how they would look at you on the screen and how they would pop their eyes open and just start doing this. Oh, God, scary as fuck. Big Colts movie, for me, it's one of my favorites. You can't, I, I, I mean, you, you just can't beat it. Evil Dead, you just can't beat it. Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. It it had it all, man. It had comedy, it had gore. It, and on and only that, when they did the remake with Fetty Alvarez as a director for the new Evil Dead, I think that actually made me like just turn my head like, oh God, I can't watch. Cause it was just so gruesome. He was able to put two movies together into one, and I'm still waiting on him to bring out his version of Army of Darkness. I mean, Ash versus Evil Dead. You know, some people don't like it because it was such a perverted show or, or whatever he did. But it was just he's a he's a classic character. I, I know, and uh, my favorite suspense horror movie would be The Strangers. I hate the shoot part in the movie because I like why do women love to be barefoot it is beyond me especially in horror movies it is beyond me why they're always barefoot and in that movie the guy is like wear your shoes and she's like what and there's a part of the movie where they're running and she hurts herself if I'm wrong in the movie for anybody oh well spoiler alerts because you guys had 14 years to watch this movie yeah and um (laughs) my favorite slasher is Michael Myers. My favorite version of Michael Myers, and I know everyone's gonna be like, what? But my favorite version of Michael Myers was the Rob Zombie version. Okay, Period. yeah, when, it was enjoyable. When when you see the first one, even though the, there's real, but you're not supposed to give a background story about Michael Myers and this and this and that. Well, you know what, it was his movie. He made it his own. I loved it, I loved that six foot seven freak of nature on that unstoppable force. I mean, dude, you uh, come on. For the first time ever, I was actually afraid of Michael Myers. 
I'm not, I was never a big fan of Michael. Even when I saw the first one, I was like, eh, okay, whatever. When I saw this version, I was like, holy shit, dude. If you showed up at my doorstep, I'd be scared of freaking out. I mean, I'll take a selfie before you kill me, but yeah, you know, I'd, I'd be freaking the fuck out. Um, <laughs> would you really take door- a selfie? I mean, would I you would have take a time? selfie before you kill me, dude. Like, I would be like, whoa, 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 hold the. All right, let me take a selfie. Okay, okay, wait, wait. Uh, an enjoyable horror movie that I loved a lot, and I still love because I'm a big fan of World War II. Frankenstein's Army. If you guys have not watched that movie, I recommend it. It had. PlayStation 3 was really big for the World War, uh, World at War games. I love that movie. And also, there was a big, like, big influence of Silent Hill in that movie. Loved it. Oh, loved it. I didn't yeah. know that. I gotta watch it. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, you, uh, and if you've not watched it, I strongly recommend anyone to go watch The Autopsy of Jane Doe. A fan. I watched it twice. I watched it twice. It was that. It's a good but... movie, right? It is. Um, one of the one of the, the new horror movie the new horror movies I am not a big fan of this of this cult following now of like the witch because the hype is so big and then when you watch it you're like what the f- did I just watch dude like what I went to go watch the witch for my birthday a couple years ago with my good friend Floor. I and did not I, like I, The Witch. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought it was going to be good. I thought, honestly, the hype was, you know, going to be it. But it wasn't even worth it. I mean, I I'm going to... I did not like it. I was so lost throughout that movie. To, to watch a fucking goat stand up and then touch the girl from the shoulder oh and then say something. I was like, I waited two hours for this? Like, no, I'm done. I'm done. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, the suspense wasn't even worth it. I was like, what the fuck am I... What are you we doing? What, you know what was a good movie, actually? It was uh, story-wise. Horror movie story-wise. I mean, you can't go with the like some of the classics also, like Interview with the Vampire, um, Queen of the Dam. You can't go wrong with like Dracula, period. What's the actor's name? The one that... The original one that played um, Willy Wonka. Oh, are you talking about Young Frankenstein? Yes, with, uh, Gene you. Wilder. Yes, Gene yeah, Wilder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Young Frankenstein. I've yet to watch that movie. I've yet to I watch it. I gotta have you over. I have the DVD. Let's do this. We're gonna do right. a YouTube live recording and watch and critique the film. I love that film. Um, and I want to throw a big shout out to you because I know you've been working on this for you know off and on for a couple of years and it's finally coming to fruition. So congratulations! I know. Congratulations! <laughs> it just life happened. Like we had, it was off and off and on, and now we're here. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you're 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 making it come true. You know, and I'm 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 proud of you for that. Very proud of you for that. And long story short, this whole podcast started with our midnight runs going to haunted attractions concert shows in the LA Harbor to going to a little coffee shop in Wilmington and ordering like three four cups of coffee and just talking about horror non-stop yeah and I remember that because you know (laughs) the late nighters would crowd around our table and just listen to us debate and talk about reviews and stuff and I was like this would be really cool as a radio show 
And that didn't happen because our contact fell out. You know what? Let's just make it happen. I'd rather go out there and say, I gave it my all and I did my best and I tried than regretting it and saying I never did shit about it. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that was encouraging for me. I mean, um, throwing a little bit out about myself, I know I promised a lot of people that I was going to do a haunted house for many years. And it wasn't that I didn't want to do a haunted house. I just wanted to play my cards right. Because to do a haunted house, guys, it's not easy, man. It's not It's not just I want to do a haunted house and I want it to be done like this, like this, like this. I mean, you have to know what your vision is and how you want to present it to the people. And at the same time, take your idea to another level. But, you know, keep working on that idea every year and making it bigger and better and better and better till you perfect it. Even with everything we went through trying to get this up and running, it's been one thing after another. And to finally come together and just do it, it's amazing. So thank you for our community. Thank you to our horror friends. This episode could not have gone live without your tremendous support, your words of wisdom, and your encouragement. You know, and we really want to see how this podcast grows. Again, ultimately, we wanted it to be a horror podcast. Also, we wanted to make it into an open outlet for the community and just really encourage people that have a side hustle, a creative outlet. We would love to have you guys on the show and just showcase it. I mean, we can create a community calendar and have it on the website for all to see. You know, if you want something to do on the weekend, we can definitely give you a couple events that are happening in the LA Harbor, you know, so keep it within the community and support one another. I definitely want to throw a big shout out to um, you, first of all, for being the creator of the show and, you know, having this great idea. And I think it's awesome that after so many years off and on of discussing it and, you know, having one idea, having another idea, it finally came to fruition for you. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I, I wanted to, you know, continue joining on with this, even if it's nice to be on this project, this journey with you. And I hopefully, you know, we can take it to the next level. Any musicians out there that want to promote their music, this is a place to do it. If you have a horror story that you want to tell that, you know, you want to record, video record yourself, you can give it to us. You can type it. You can speak it. I will, will definitely read it for you or I can have one of my kooky, wacky characters read it for you. Uh, that way we can keep your, your identity anonymous. That's fine. Just go ahead and email us. We'll definitely get your story on there and, you know, maybe even do a little skit about it. Um, I definitely want to encourage a lot of the youth out there, man. I'm just going back with Halloween. If you guys have Halloween ideas you guys want to do, let us know. Let's talk about it. Let's let's keep an open conversation. People in the Torrance, Carson community, San Pedro community, Wilmington community, you know, let's let's get let's get a, a youth center open and let's do a couple haunted houses there. You know, let's let's encourage some haunted houses at your local. Uh, high school let's do something to where we're encouraging uh, good innocent fun out there definitely i highly encourage that so if you really like the show go ahead and give us a shout out our email is info at moonlighthowl.com 
You can also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud, or YouTube. We're going to go ahead and add a few video episodes in the future, but we're still in the works of producing them. And just show us your love by sharing, following, and listening. Thank you.